Wipe Your Lens podcast aims to inspire and empower working moms, helping them find fulfillment and purpose and confidence through their photography side hustle. Whether you're just starting out or seeking guidance to take your existing photography business to the next level, this podcast will be your trusted companion, providing guidance and encouragement every step of the way. So get ready to unleash your creativity, embark on entrepreneurship while capturing beautiful moments with the blessings of strong faith, family, motherhood, and business ownership. So go charge those camera batteries, grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and your pen and paper, and let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Wipe Your Lens podcast. I am Kim Stewart, your host, and welcome to episode six, Strategies for Building a Thriving Photography Brand. Now, I actually have 10 strategies, so just hang tight. I know that's a lot, but just hang tight. So let's define what a brand is. First of all, the brand definition, when I looked it up, it says, Brand definition is a type of product manufactured by a particular company under a particular name. That's important. So when we're talking about brand, when we're talking about marketing, it's how a company differentiates itself from its peer brands. So how your photography business would be different from another's. And, you know, basically branding is thought of as the personality of your brand or of your company the personality of your photography business usually goes along with an identifying mark like a logo, a tagline, a voice, or a tone. And so just to make sure we all know, a tagline is a memorable motto or phrase or slogan that's designed to serve as a permanent expression of your company's greater purpose and mission. For example, when I think of, I say a check mark, but I know it's a swoosh, we know exactly what the swoosh is. It's Nike. And with that, we know that the tagline or the um, the s- slogan is just do it. When somebody sees the golden arches, that's all you need to see. And you know exactly what restaurant that, that is. You know, it's McDonald's with BMW. We know from all the commercials, it's the ultimate driving machine with Allstate. We know that we're in good hands when we just hear that deep voice just start talking we know it's all state so even that tone is a brand and lets us know what company we're we're um, talking about or what advertisement is capital one what's in your wallet we know that goes together and a really good one i like is dunkin donuts it's uh, american runs on dunkin the actual name of the company is in their slogan in their tagline and for us southern states we know that the best place to shop at is Publix because it's where shopping is a pleasure, right? And Chick-fil-A, actually their tagline is eat more chicken, which I totally forgot. But knowing that when I ask for something, we know exactly what they're gonna say, my pleasure. It's never sure I'll get that for you or, you know, whatever. They always say my pleasure, which is always nice. It's an experience, it's a client experience or customer experience that never goes um, goes away and you kind of know exactly what that brand or what that restaurant goes to and this may date myself a little bit but remember Wheaties I don't know who eats Wheaties now but uh, Wheaties is the breakfast breakfast of champions the breakfast of champions my grandparents used to love Wheaties 
but um, yeah, I don't think any kids or anybody's really eating Wheaties anymore. But if you do, no shade, but yeah. Um, a couple years ago, my husband and I spent our anniversary at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel, which is like pretty much out of our league. It was our first time there, but as soon as we walked in, it was this wonderful scent in their lobby that I can never forget. And it was just part of their branding, part of their customer experience, because in their other hotels, I hear that's their like signature smell. And you could even get it on Amazon. It's not cheap, but it's pretty cool that that is the experience. And when we walked in there, it was like, oh, we just felt so relaxed, like ready to unwind. And it was like a spa, you know, it just felt like a, a spa feeling just we knew we were gonna be taken care of and in good hands and we really were. So it could even be a smell, a brand, you know. So uh, a couple others I wanna just let you know about, or you probably know, is that guy, he's a comedian, I don't even know his name, but he's a comedian on Instagram and he raises chickens and has other couple of farm animals and stuff and his reels start with wake up it's time to do farm chores and he is hilarious, but he's even making merchandise off of those um, little taglines that he has. And there's another health guru guy, uh, his, his name is T-Walk, and he always wears this bright colored like headscarf, do-rag, and he's talking about fruits and vegetables and he wears these bright colors. If he didn't have that on, I really wouldn't know who he is, but when that reel starts and he has on these sunglasses and bright colors i know exactly what that brand is about and what he's talking about health stuff healthy foods to eat and things like that so basically when finding your brand to me i think you just pretty much have to turn your mess into your message or your test into your testimony for example like did you grow up in a home that you guys never got ready for family portraits except for on Christmas or Thanksgiving because you're dressing up anyway, which is okay. But is that your, I call it a mess because you know, my family, we're always getting ready for family portraits at some point uh, in a month or something like that within, you know, once every other month. But that's how I feel like, man, I don't want that for my kids. I grew up in a household where our pictures were not, were not on the walls. We're not on the coffee stands and things like that. And I just love pictures and love photographs. And actually st statistics show that kids that see themselves on their walls in their home in photographs have higher confidence levels. They feel like they belong. They have that feeling that they belong and they feel more confident in their own skin. And I think that's so important. I could understand that. When we visit my uncle's house, he lives in Georgia and it's my mother's um, brother. When we visit his house, the first time I saw our photos on his walls, I was like, oh, okay, look at that. And I felt, you know, kind of the warm fuzzies as well, you know? So that's how your kids feel when they see their pictures on their walls. I mean, my in-laws, they have a ton of photos and photo gifts and all types of stuff, pillows, blankets of my kids, photos on there, everywhere in their house. So, and really, you know, Disneyland's 
slogan is the happiest place on earth for my kids at their grandparents house that's their happiest place on earth because they really um love it over there they really feel loved and it's not because it's the pictures on the wall and all of course the grandparents just love on them to death but they um have photos of them in their home and the kids just feel so loved and so good in their skin and so confident when they see themselves around their home i can attest to that just because of how i feel when i see myself on walls at other people's house like my in-laws my uncle's house and even at my own home you know so with that being all said let me go ahead and give you some strategies to help you establish and grow a successful photography brand so number one define your niche or niche i don't know niche niche and that is determining your specific area of expertise within your photography whether it's weddings newborns family photography fashion um, senior photos, graduate photos, whatever it is. Now, my photography mentor, when I was first getting started, she told me, and this was actually after I had first got started. This is when I actually hired somebody to mentor me. She told me to just niche down for one year because I know it's hard. Like, oh my goodness, how do I just find my niche? How do I niche down to one thing? They say, uh, niches riches are in the niches or whatever they say but for that one year i did it and i chose family photography because i love family i'm all about family so i chose family photography but after that one year niching down and just going in hard with um, showing on my social media pages that i'm all about family doing it that one year after that she said then venture out and do seniors couples the other things that you love to do and that'll help you wind down like okay i really don't do newborn like those cute little newborns where there's just the newborn in the pictures i'll do newborn lifestyle which is more like family photos because the mom is and dad are holding the baby we're not trying to position it in these awesome cool positions that you know a baby probably can't even get in because there's a lot of other things that are entailed with that like photoshop and things so define your niche two develop a unique style now this takes time because i know there's so many filters out there you can't do that when you're a professional photographer you can't use a million filters or a million presets you have to stick down to one type of style so that when somebody sees for me Oh, those are bold, bright colors. That's probably a Kim Stewart photo because there are the grungy, dark photos that are kind of gritty and grungy, beautiful, but not my style. There are, um, what do they call it? Air, bright and airy or yeah, bright and airy. That's a different type of style. Um, desaturated greens. That's a type of style and what else is there? All types of other styles, but determine your style and make sure that your photos kind of go with that, all of them, so people know what to expect. If you kind of switch it up all the time, then your clients won't know what to expect on their um, photo session. So three, create a compelling portfolio. Don't have your portfolio be all of your family all of your kids you want it to be different families you want it to be 
different people and let it be diverse. I had, I didn't invest in this mentor, but I had suck out her, I guess, knowledge and skill. And she told me, which I didn't believe, she told me that um, I did not need to diverse my portfolio so much. If you're, basically she said, since you're black, you want to have um, all black people in your portfolio and on your website. And I'm like, what? I, I thought it was the craziest thing. So with that being said, please know that you, when you come in contact with other photographers and mentors and people that you actually pay to teach you, give and take. Take the things that you believe true to your heart that you think will build your brand, build your photography business and the other things. Mm -mm. They don't know it all. Nobody knows it all. You have to do what's best for your brand, for your business, and you know in your heart what's best. Because that's one thing she told me to, off my website, to take off the photos of families of white people. And I'm like, that. I mean, it just sounded so racist. I, I would never do that because I, you know, can take pictures of everyone. And I thought that was important to show that I could take pictures of. And I've had couples that are mixed race, um, one's black, one's white, or one's Asian, whatever it is. I like to show that because it shows that I can do that because really photography is all about colors and white balance and things like that. I want to show that I can do this and that I'm not singling out any type of family or any race. That's just my put on it. She thought differently and we kind of butt heads with that and never talked to her again after that. But yeah, I thought that was interesting and I was kind of taken aback by it. But moving on, number four, build an online presence. So by doing so, that's what I mean by um, through your social media post, you need to post all the images that you have. Why take a photo if you're not going to share it? A photo, is it really a photo? Or did you really take it if you don't have proof? You know, so show your online presence, show your work. And like I said in another episode that no one's going to um, promote you, but you, you have to do that. So you really do have to post your images, even if they're from a year ago or whatever. Talk about it. Talk about the location, whatever it is, just promote yourself and build that online presence. And as you're doing so, we're going to go on to strategy number five, which is engage with your audience, actively engage with your audience through your social media DMs. When people comment, comment back, respond back, ask them questions, whatever you do. You don't want to leave anybody uh, like my kids say on read, like you read it and didn't say anything. Of course, like it, love it, put a heart on their comment and respond. That's very important. Number six, collaborate and network. You don't even know how many times or yeah, pretty much how many times I've said community or collaboration over competition. I believe in that so hard. I even have some YouTube videos that I've done where it was basically that title, uh, collaboration over competition, where I try to get or I did get, I didn't try, I got different um, 
entrepreneurs in the area to talk about their business, even if it was photographers, people thought that sounds crazy, but hey, we need a network because entrepreneurship, when you're trying to do something different from what other people are doing, can be lonely. So with that being said, I do want you to look in my show notes. I do have a Facebook, a free Facebook community that is just for the website. If you are an up and coming photographer and you want a community, I want to grow that community. I want us to do some meetups if you're in the area. And if you're not in the area, find those that are in your area and do some meetups. I'll try to meet you there. That would be awesome. But I really do believe in community. I really do. I even had a Facebook page this is a long time ago of um, Daytona Beach photographers, and we never really got to do anything because COVID got in the way. But I think that community is very important in collaborating. So number seven would be provide an exceptional client experience. That is so important. And I want to make sure I say it right. Over promise, wait, wait, under promise, <laughs> over deliver. So under promise and over deliver. When I say this, I would tell my clients at a photo shoot, okay, look, you're and within 48 hours, you get sneak peeks of your session because everybody's so excited to get their hair done, they get their nails done, they get their, their face beat, get their makeup done and all that good stuff and they wanna see their photos. I used to say, okay, your photos will be done within you know, four weeks and make them wait that long, that's crazy because people are so excited, they just got their outfits and all these things, so sneak peeks within 48 hours. And what do I do? I'm telling my secrets, but I try to give it to them within 24 hours. You know what I mean? Because that is under promising and over delivering. And my clients love it. I mean, it just makes them feel like, oh, you know, good, really good. And even after that, I may say, all right, you'll get your full gallery within three weeks. I try to get it to them sooner. Or I, I'll say two weeks, I get it to them sooner because they're anticipating and it actually does give me a little bit of leeway just in case I get busy and life gets to life in and I can't get it out that soon I give them the longest expected date and then deliver beforehand because they want that client experience or I'm giving them a client experience that I hope to get when I deal with other businesses all right so strategy eight would be offer unique products. Offer unique products. For a photographer, that means prints, albums, canvases. There are so many. I mean, um, I guess in the show notes I could tell you who I use. I use Shootproof, and I actually think I have an affiliate link for them, but they are awesome. They are awesome, and they actually have the prints and things on there. So, I mean, it's, it's awesome. That'll be a whole nother episode because um, they're awesome. So you can offer prints and cam canvases. And I have another service that does albums so that for one, you could make more income off of this one shoe. It's not even doing more work, but it's just offering them services. And plus, like I said, 
you want your clients to go ahead and print those images off. You don't want them to sit on their computers or sit on their phone or sit on social media. You want them to hang up those photos. You want to make it important for them to hang up those photos and just enjoy their family, make a little album for their coffee table, have them enjoy that because I'm going to post this. I keep saying that. I keep forgetting to. I caught my daughter the other, well, a couple weeks ago looking at a photo album and just smiling and carrying on but they hate taking photos like i told you my family does not like taking photos but she was all smiles when she's looking through this photo album and it was a pretty recent photo album that was from the last within like maybe three years of photos and she was just smiling and i caught her and took a picture of it i thought it was so cute <laughs> anyway strategy nine is seek testimonials and reviews encourage your satisfied clients to provide a testimonial and review that word of mouth review or just word of mouth recommendation is so important for your brand and business because first thing you do when you are going to buy something online right is what you look at the reviews always look at the reviews and if you have a picture to go with it it's over i'm buying if you say oh this looks great and it fits so good and whatever whatever uh, and again and you gave it a five star review i'm all in and you know you're the same way especially those amazon reviews i look at the reviews before i even pick which one i might which item i might want so how i do it i actually after i give the sneak peek i wait a little bit because for my different packages that i have I give so many free downloads and an option to buy the entire gallery for a higher price. So I tell my clients, if you go ahead and give me a review before your full gallery is delivered, you get five ex extra downloads. So they've already seen sneak peeks and on my information, this is another way that I under promise and over deliver is by me saying okay i'm going to give you one sneak peek after our photo session within 48 hours i give them more than one and they are ecstatic you know what i mean and i could never i don't even think i can ever pick out one because i love my clients photos so much that i'm like oh because i try to pick my favorites and i usually want to pick one to three but really i have so many favorites that i end up picking more so anyway I will promise them five extra downloads for review because it's that important. So think about using that sometime. All right, last one, strategy number 10. Be continuous on improving and innovating your strategy for everything. Because what used to work for me last year may not work for me this year or next year. You have to continue with whatever the trends are. For example, they just came out with this threads. So it's like, oh, is it, is it just like reels? You know, as far as, oh, when it first comes out, get on it fast so that you can build your business and things like that. Honestly, I never liked Twitter. So I don't know if I really like threads or not, but I'm trying it out because I want to be innovative and try to improve any type of strategy, strategy that I can. But you want to stay updated on things try reels if reels works for your business keep doing reels put it in with some carousel posts or single posts on instagram or something like that you have to try to keep 
changing things up and keep trying things that are new. You can't do the same thing. That's basically it. You can't do the same thing all the time. You have to change it up. So those are my 10 strategies to build your building your photography brand, a strong brand. So if you have any questions, please DM me. I actually got my first DM from um, somebody that's listened to the podcast and I'm so ecstatic. It's a new follower and I'm so excited and I'm going to continue to share the knowledge that I have and I have so many new things. Please join the community. Before I go, let me go ahead and do a review and recap on those strategies just so you have them. So strategy one, define your niche. Strategy two, develop your unique style. Three, create a compelling portfolio. Four, build your online presence. Five, engage with your audience. Six, collaborate and network. Seven, provide exceptional client services or client service. Eight, offer unique products. Nine, seek testimonials and reviews. And 10, continuously improve and innovate. All right. So, all right, you got it all. You got this, sis, and I will see you next week. All right. That's a wrap for this episode of Wipe Your Lens. I hope you found it insightful and inspiring. Remember, as a working mom with a passion for photography, you have the power to capture incredible moments and build a purposeful business. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay tuned on future episodes filled with even more valuable content. If you enjoyed this episode, I truly appreciate it if you could leave a review and share the podcast with other moms who aspire to turn their love for photography into a rewarding career. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams, wiping your lens, and capturing the world through your unique perspective. You got this, sis.